Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. Welcome to the DailyRoto.com podcast. My name is Tony Scotta, and we're here to break down Friday's action in Daily Fantasy Baseball. And guess what? It's been a crazy day, and I don't have to tell you, on Thursday, when you park in Daily Fantasy Baseball, of course, we had a division of day and night slate. And today, I went with Travis Wood as my pitcher and Vance Worley. They got me a combined five points over DraftKings. Most times, you can't win without the pitching. But today, it was crazy. I won all the afternoon games, all the tournaments, all my 50-50s, all winners. And then tonight, I go Johnny Cueto and Tyson Ross, and I'm not going to win a damn thing. That's right. But $24 profit on the night. The weather reports out there were mixy. I took a shot and went with San Diego uh, pitcher Tyson Ross. I played a lot of these Dodgers Rockies, and it's just been not good. Adrian Gonzalez, for some reason, in a 4-2 game, decided he was just going to steal third base. They actually called him safe, but he was out, and they replayed it, and he got out. These are the days I went back, so minus two on that one. Remember, you can get the Daily Roto podcast at dailyroto.com. Also, iTunes, Podbean, and, of course, the Fantasy Sports Network. 24 hours a day, seven days a week of fantasy sports coverage. That's right. You can go there. You get great golf picks from Pat Mayo. You can go and watch Mike Cardano. You can go and watch these two crazy guys. I can't even say the name of the show because I, it's not a uh, proper name, and I actually might say it wrong, and to say a pro- improper name and not actually have it be the show name is not cool. It's not good. But basically, these two guys, they get together and they talk uh, trash and they talk fantasy sports. It's pretty crazy. So go over to fantasysportsnetwork.com and check that out or call your local cable provider and absolutely get it done. You can get it on your Roku boxes, uh, in the Cablevision, in the New York area. We're out in the Canada area. We're in West Virginia. And we got 250,000 more homes coming on this month. It just keeps getting bigger and better than ever. We're knocking it out of the park. So if you haven't taken a look at the Fantasy Sports Network yet, make sure you go ahead and take a look there. Damn, Adrian Gonzalez, man. I get you in my lineup. You just try to steal third base. If you just stayed there, you would have been all set as <laughs> Guerrero pinch hits and, of course, gets a hit tonight as Guerrero was not in the lineup for fantasy owners. One of the things I wanted to do tonight is I want to look at the, some of the statistics in pitching in Major League Baseball. And what I want to do is look at the ground ball rate leaders in Major League Baseball. I think this is very, very conducive to fantasy success. One of the things you look at with the ground ball, from a pitcher perspective, uh, if you don't put the ball in the air, you don't allow home runs, and it's hard to you know 
ground balls, of course, they're hits. But you have to string three or four of those together to get a good inning. So those are guys that you can use as your second pitcher on two-pitcher sites when they're not elite. And you can get by if they're a little underpriced and go from there. And secondly, if you're going up against that pitcher and he's a heavy ground ball guy, you don't want to have too many guys. You don't want to stack against a heavy ground ball pitcher. And then you'll find out as we go through the list, some of the ground ball pitchers are actually elite so let's break down the leaders in ground balls in Major League Baseball from a pitching perspective. And I, as a fantasy owner, what I like to do is I look at the ground ball and fly ball rates when I'm trying to get a cheap guy so I can load up in other positions. When I'm trying to get that $2,300 player on FanDuel, $2,200 player on FanDuel, or that 2700 player on DraftKings, what I want to do is I want to find a, a guy that's going against the extreme fly ball pitcher. I want a small ballpark, and that's how I take my shot on my cheap player there. Not so much the hitter. What I'm doing is I'm banking on the pitcher making a mistake. And when you get these heavy ground ball guys, they aren't the guys that usually make that mistake. The number one pitcher in Major League Baseball for 2015 in ground ball rate is Dallas Keuchel, 635 Seven percent. Now, Keuchel's been one of those guys that's been absolutely amazing, but yet we don't use him because of the lack of strikeouts. But what we see here is a consistent effort, a guy that has an ERA in the twos and keeping them all on the ground and staying out of danger. Number two guy is a surprise. <laughs> Aaron Sanchez with the Toronto Blue Jays has been absolutely lit up. His uh, ground ball rate is 62% right now. Uh, he's keeping it on the ground, but he's not looking very good as a starter. Uh, yet, this might hinder you saying, hey, Aaron Sanchez is a guy that's terrible. Well, he's not getting the ball in the air. There, Right there, he gives an opportunity uh, to keep the game there and not load up against a guy like Aaron Sanchez. Felix Hernandez, number three in Major League Baseball. So he's striking people out, and he's keeping the ball on the ground. Who's better than Felix at 61.86%? Jonathan Neese, New York Metropolitan's fourth, 61%. Tyson Ross, another strikeout pitcher at 61%. Yobaldo Jimenez, that's what you need to see when you see Yobaldo Jimenez at 61%. Well, the next guy is a guy. These numbers were taken before today's games. <laughs> Yeah, can you guess who it is? Can you guess who it is? Coming into today's game, he had a 2.58 ERA, and not a single fantasy enthusiast or expert believed that he would pitch well today. They thought he would get crushed. People loaded up the lineups against him. He was number seven in ground ball rates, and today he has whiplash. That was Minnesota Twins. Starting pitcher Mike Pelfrey, 58%. See what happens when you put the ball in the air and you're Mike Pelfrey. It all went downhill today there with Mike Pelfrey. Gio Gonzalez at number 8, Tim Hudson at number 9, and A.J. Burnett at number 10. And Burnett, of course, having a monstrous season thus far. It's Tony Cicada from DailyRoto.com breaking down the ground ball rate leaders for Major League Baseball. Now remember, it's only May 15th, so we have a very small sample size at this point. So in 2014, if we go back, and you'll see the guys that are on the list a couple times, and those guys you can rely on. The guys that are on the list, both for 2014 and 2015, Dallas Keuchel was last year's number one pitcher at 64%, the only guy over 64%. Number two was Tyson Ross. Felix Hernandez is number three last year, number three this year. 
that is it for repeat offenders. In 2014, you had Alex Cobb. We know the situation there. Sonny Gray at number five. Wiley Willie Peralta at number six. Kyle Gibson at seven. That's a good, good stat for Kyle Gibson, who's pitching well this year. And right there, Francisco Lariano at eight. Zach Wheeler at nine. That won't help you. And Jared Kosart at number ten. So that's how you look at the ground ball leaders right now in Major League Baseball. And then back to 2014, the three guys at a constant, Dallas Keuchel, Tyson Ross, and Felix Hernandez there. And those are three pretty good pitchers in their own right. Now, when you look at fly ball percentage, this is where we want to get our bang for our buck. We want to see guys with high fly ball rates so we can take advantage of those. And we can light it up. Now, Aaron Harang leads Major League Baseball. Harang's pitched pretty good. And we look at last year, he had top quality starts. He's allowed the most fly balls thus far in Major League Baseball. At number two is a guy that will be pitching tonight, a guy that you should be extremely worried about. Jared Weaver at number two with 60 fly balls on the season. He is throwing the ball 83 miles per hour. That's his average. That is the lowest for a non-like knuckleballer, <laughs> like if I throw out uh, Tim Wakefield, if I throw out Charlie Huff, if I throw out Wilbur Wood, it's the lowest for the starting pitcher that I've I've seen anywhere. If you could find me a pitcher that had a, a fastball of under 83 miles an hour, please send me the information or put it in the forum at dailyroto.com. 83 miles an hour, it's a sickness, it's crazy, it's insane that he's out there throwing it. I mean, his hair is longer than his fastball, that's crazy. And then at number three is Colby Lewis. We talk about this and you read it all the time in the Daily Royal Premium. When you see him pitching in Texas, as a fly ball pitcher, Colby Lewis, the guy you take advantage of. Dan Harron, now he's number four, but he gets the ballpark factor there. Philip Hughes couldn't get it done in New York because the small ballpark gets it done in Minnesota. He's at number five in fly ball percentage. Johnny Cueto, that's amazing when you think about it. He pitches in the great American small park. He's allowed the six most fly balls on the season. Uh, that's some crazy situations that you better hope there's a correction as the weather gets better with Johnny Cueto. Remember, these are fly balls. Not all hit that hard, though. Some hard, some not. you got to take it for what it was. Anibal Sanchez at number seven. At eight is C.J. Wilson. Nine, Jake Odorizzi. Ten, David Price. That's pretty crazy when you think of Odorizzi and Price, two very good pitchers. Now, last year, so we see the guys that will repeat. Look for some trends here. Last year, the number one player, Jared Weaver, the guy we just talked about. He was number one. He's on the list again. Chris Young from Seattle was number two. Julio Turan at three. He's pitching tonight, and the fly balls are killing him as they're turning into home runs. Philip Hughes at four. Price at five. Justin Verlander at six. Chris Tillman at seven. Colby Lewis on the list again at eight. Jeremy Guthrie's a guy at number nine that always had problems with fly balls. And then Jake Peavy at number ten. We're going to take a quick break. You'll listen to the Daily Roto podcast. Tony's in kind of breaking down the pitching. When we come back, I'm going to break down the big action on Friday, tell you the over and unders for those games, the line totals, and who's the favorite, who we're looking at. So stay tuned for more Daily Roto.
Welcome back to the Daily Roto Podcast. Tony Sincata right here, giving you all the information to get ready for a big Friday, May 15th, in the world of Daily Fantasy Baseball. Tomorrow will be a trying day. I get the day off so I can go. I uh, won't be on SiriusXM. Lenny Melnick will be filling in for me as I am going to the alligator farm with my child's field trip, third grade field trip, going to an alligator farm. Now, it's not that kind of farm. We won't see alligators trying to mate. No, they don't do that. They lay on top of each other, and that's it. It's non-recreational laying on top of each other. There is no breeding for the children to see, so I'm happy about that. But when you go to farms and you go to zoos, the kids like to feed the animals, but you can't do it at the alligator farm. So it's going to be interesting to see what this field trip consists of. The educational system is a little different. I don't remember going to alligator farms. I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts, though. Now I live in Jacksonville, Florida. So I guess the things are there. I mean, we used to go to Bunker Hill. We used to go to Plymouth Rock. In Florida, I'm going to the alligator farm. What the hell is going on here? How does that one play out? Arizona and Philadelphia go at it tomorrow. Chase Anderson, Chad Billingsley, 8.5 total here. We have Arizona 124 favorite. Chad Anderson has actually had a tougher time with right-handed haters on the season. Uh, 321 Woba. Lefties 231. So he's doing better against lefties throughout the season. Billingsley has not even pitched 50 innings in the Major League Baseball level since 2012. Philadelphia is a great offensive park. It's hard to suggest who to beat Billingsley with, but Arizona stacks will be in vogue. Feel free to use numbers 1 through 6 in the Arizona lineup in the tournament as people will be going and crushing them. And if you want to pay for Paul Goldschmidt tomorrow night, it's absolutely the time to do it. I'm thinking Incenciate is going to be a guy that will be heavily owned at the top of that order, and Mark Trumbo will all be in play for daily fantasy owners in that one. Milwaukee and the New York Mets go at it, 7.5 total. Batol Cologne, a 153 favorite over Kyle Loesch. Now, on a very small sample size, Kyle Loesch has been getting crushed by right-handed hitters, allowing a Wilbur of over 400 but if you go throughout his career, he has kept right-handers in check. From an offensive perspective, I will probably pass on this game. I'll probably pass on the pitches as well. Loesch is a career 6K per 9 guy. Bartolo Colon is at 7.77 on the season. So you guys that are wet in your pants, slow down because he's like a 6.5 throughout his career. Uh, so a couple good games. I wouldn't jump in against a Milwaukee lineup that's actually putting it back together. Remember, a lot of those poor numbers they had in the early of the season, they were without Carlos Gomez. You looked at it, Scooter Jeanette was not in the lineup. But I know it's only Scooter Jeanette, but he does provide uh, a little emphasis there for uh, a solid bat in the, either the two-hole a little later down the lineup. And Ryan Braun looks like he's all of a sudden healthy, which he was not at the beginning of the season. So I will uh, sit this game out and pass on that. And I know it's hard because we got a lot of Mets fans that actually listen to this podcast and over at SiriusXM, uh, you know what? Sometimes it's better not to put your team. Like You root for your team, and you put your money on other people. So that's the way to go about it. Madison Baumgartner takes on Jason Marquis tomorrow night. 7.5 total. San Francisco at Cincinnati uh, with Baumgartner 156 favorite. The Reds are 11th in Major League in weighted on base average. 
and left-handed pitching, they are striking out 21% of the time. The Reds strike out 21% of the time against left-handed pitching. Now, this is a tremendous negative park shift for Bob Gardner in a non-positive way. Park shift, non-positive way. But he's still a 156 favorite in this one. I don't have any issue paying for Madison Baumgartner. I think that Baumgartner is the second-best pitcher on the board. In some cases, people have him as the third-best pitcher, but I have him as the second-best pitcher. The Giants are a sneaky stack option, in my opinion. Jason Marquis is 2-1 with a 4.50 ERA, but the most telling is the seven strikeouts in 20 innings. San Francisco team that doesn't have a whole bunch of names that you want to roster in your daily fantasy lineups, uh, but they become a quiet stack in a great Paul Park shift going from San Francisco to Cincinnati. I think this becomes a strong play. Then Atlanta and Miami go at it. It's a seven and a half total. Miami with David Phelps is actually favorite over Atlanta and Julio Turan in the home of the swimming pool in Miami. Julio Turan has allowed 10 hits and two homers in two of his past three starts. Both were against the Nationals. He's sporting an 8.05K per nine. That's a good strikeout rate. It's just been the fly balls that have killed him. So that being said, Giancarlo Stanton becomes a top play. But it's a bad-hitting ballpark, but I still have to use him. David Phelps on surface is pitching way over his damn head. I don't know. I don't know how tall he is, but it's over his head. If he's 6'7", it's over his head, but he's not 6'7". He's like 5'10", and it's definitely over his head. I am going to go on a limb and say this. He has a 2.90 ERA. He's sporting a 4-plus XFIP. In 18 innings, he has 11 strikeouts. Don't get carried away and think that you can use... Phelps against this Atlanta team as a second pitcher on sites like DraftKings and Fantasy Aces. Absolutely pass on that and don't get caught in some of those enigmatic numbers. Sometimes you can be fooled, you can be deceived. And we don't get fooled or deceived at Daily Roto. Oh, no, no, no. We sign up for the Daily Roto premium stuff from the likes of Drew Denkmeyer, Mike Leone, and of course, I think the crowd's favorite is actually Chris Pacheco, the numbers guy. That's right, Chris Pacheco, he's like the little engine that could. He reminds me of um, that choo-choo train my kids used to have. My son was in love with them. The little trains, they cost me a fortune, and then all of a sudden, I don't even know. I, like, we moved, and I put the box in the wrong place, and all the trains are gone, and it was a very sad day in the Sincata house. Oh, Thomas the Train. Yeah, Thomas the Train. Chris Pacheco reminds me of Thomas the Train. He's the little engine that he could. And I'm a big Chris Pacheco fan. We have him on Saturdays on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio, breaking down the day's actions at 9 a.m. Eastern. If you don't get SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio, you should go out and get it. We have a lot of great information over there, and we absolutely knock it out of the park. And if you're not over there, you're going to fail. What about the big news coming out of the world of daily fantasy? DraftKings in NASCAR. We're going to have daily fantasy auto racing. Scott Engel has an interview over there. Scott Engel, the king, as they calls himself, from Fantasy Sports Radio, right on SiriusXM Fantasy, Roto Experts. 
He is so excited. He told me today that he needs to get a buyer because he's become the Donald Trump of uh, Daily Fantasy NASCAR. He says he's been waiting for this his whole life. This is going to get him out of the promised land. He's going to have a butler, a waitress, everything because of Daily Fantasy NASCAR. I don't know if I believe it, but what the hell? Everybody, if you don't have a dream, how do you achieve it? How do you become big time without a dream? And I'm good. The king, Scott Engel, has a dream. He wants to take it to the next level. He's going to use his NASCAR success. I don't know if we're going to be covering NASCAR over here. We cover everything at Daily Roto, so we will. So I don't know if I'll be doing NASCAR interviews, but 10 years ago I never thought I would do a golf interviews, so you never know what will happen around here. Things are going fast and furious, and it's the Daily Roto Podcast with Tony Sincata. When we come back, I'll tell you about some more articles over there. You need a premium subscription because my guy Mike Leone is writing his nuts off, and he's a crazy man, and he does a great job tonight. A fantastic article. That's only open to the premium subscribers. Now, you could go to Daily Rotom, and you could go to the forum, and you could ask Mike to be nice and let him share with you guys in the forum. Uh, But basically, Mike broke down how to attack pitching, why you should pay for pitching, why you shouldn't pay for pitching, and his beliefs in it. And it was one of the best articles I've ever read. So I need you guys to go over there and get that premium content. If you're going to be serious about it, you listen to a podcast in the morning, why not go all the way and get the premium content? It's a little less than going to Starbucks, to tell you the truth, each and every day. And it might save you on the waistline. Like, think about that if you lost weight and became rich at the same time because of the Daily Roto Premium Service. My name's Tony Sincata. It's the Daily Roto Podcast. And when I come back, we'll break down the rest of Major League Baseball action for Friday, May 15th, and maybe get a crawler. Stay tuned for more Daily Roto. Welcome back to Daily Roto Podcast. Of course, you can hear us on DailyRoto.com, iTunes, Podbean, and of course, on your cable network. 1.30 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network. Monday through Friday, you get this great podcast. And I want to thank the Fantasy Sports Network for putting it on. And all you guys that have been listening to the podcast religiously, you're getting it done. I love it. I mean, we came into this uh, whole daily fantasy industry you heard me on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio, and we said we're going to do a podcast. I was a little nervous doing it every day, saying, man, what if 20 people is one of 30 people? You guys have come out in bunches, and we thank you big time for getting that done and uh, listening to the podcast. And anything you guys want to hear more of, I like the interviews we've had with a lot of players uh, over here. We have, of course, Rad Thad uh, on. We're joined by Stevie uh, PFL every once in a while. We've talked about some of the champions over there. Tell us whatever you want to hear at the forums at dailyroto.com, and we'll make sure we knock that out of the park for you. Because you know what? Every once in a while, we like to help people out and give them what they want. That's what it's all about at dailyroto.com. Colorado Rockies, L.A. Dodgers, 6.5 total. <laughs> the Dodgers, a $301 favorite. That's actually the biggest line I've seen all season long. Now, all you knuckleheads out there that think that, hey, I'm not paying big money for Clayton Kershaw. He sucks. He's getting rocked. He's getting killed. 
just think about two days ago, people were saying that about Corey Kluber, right? Don't make the mistake. This is by far the best matchup on the board. Going up against Eddie Butler, who has a 5.46 strikeout rate and a 5.46 walk rate. So if you walk as many people as you strike out, this is not going to turn up well. This sets up as a complete disaster for the Rockies pitcher. A Dodger stack will come into play in many tournaments that you play in on Friday night in DFS industry. Absolutely will be there. He has a crazy 409 Woba versus lefties this season, so you can key on the Dodgers' top six hitters, but you've got to look for guys like Osmani Grandel, Adrian Gonzalez, Jimmy Rollins, Andre Etia, and Jock Peterson all fit that bill. Kershaw, as I said, was struggling, but you got to pay for him. The Corey Kluber situation pointed it out. Don't overthink the situation. Just put him out there. The Rockies as a team are only have a 294 weighted on base average facing left-handed pitching. They strike out 24% of the time. A no-brainer as no-brainers go. Washington and San Diego go out at 6.5 total. Washington, a 113 favorite. Jordan Zimmerman gets a nice park environment, but his K rate of 5 scares me. I will absolutely pass on two-pitcher sites. I will not use Zimmerman. Despanier has the lowest K rate in Major League Baseball for a starter, who still has a job. 3.76 is this guy's K rate. Oh, my God, should be his first name. Not Odris Mama. Oh, my God, Despanier. That's what we're going to call him from right now. Right-handed bats have been torturing to a tune of 3.71 weighted on base average. That's a limited sample size. I don't love the Nance bats at Petco Park, but you can jump on them, especially in the late-night slate-only games. Those guys will be coming into play. L.A. and Baltimore, 8.5 total. Jared Weaver, Y-A-N, Chen. Jared Weaver, we talked about it earlier in the show, has the slowest fastball in today's Major League Baseball. Anybody that doesn't feature a knuckleball, he's the lowest that I can ever remember. 83 miles an hour. This is crazy. Kids in high school can throw that. Yet he throws a fastball 50% of the time. He's not like a junk ball pitcher. No, no, no. He's throwing a fastball, and it's not good. The ballpark in Baltimore won't save him like the night air does in Anaheim. Lefties have a 397 weighted on base average versus Weaver. Fire them out there. Fire them out there in Baltimore tomorrow. I am telling you, you got to go that route. Then Yen Chen takes the hill for Baltimore. Chen's a guy that can get touched up a little. David Freeze is excelling as lefties. Mike Trout. Calhoun is, but uh, I'm not going to use him. And Givatella all have played well against left-handed pitching. Cleveland and Texas go out at Bruce Chen and Wandy Rodriguez. Of course, we're not going to use the pitchers in this game. Ryan Rayburn, Carlos Santana, Michael Brantley all have over a 400 weight on base average versus left-handers in this small sample size of a season. Adrian Beltre, Elvis Andrews become nice plays against Bruce Chen. Elvis Andrews absolutely at the bottom price across the industry. And the Rangers as a team are eighth in Major League Baseball in weight on base average versus lefties. Toronto and Houston are a Dickey and Dallas Keuchel. I'll tell you what. I look at this one, and I say, hey, Dallas Keuchel could be my number two pitcher in two-pitcher sites to uh, our guy, Clayton Kershaw, but it's an eight total. Houston, a decent ballpark. Toronto, of course, those first four hitters in that lineup, I get it done there. I think he could, but it depends on the price on the site. I'm not in love with him. 
totally, but I could use him and get away with it. From an offensive perspective, it's always hard to predict success versus R.A. Dickey, especially when you don't see a lot of tracker against him. Uh, Toronto, I'm not going to pay the big money for any of those big bats against Dallas Keuchel. New York Yankees, Kansas City go at it. Michael Pineda, Chris Young. You look at this, the Yankees got a horrible park shift factor from an offensive standpoint, so they come out of the question. Seven and a half total, and Michael Pineda goes against the Kansas City Royals. Even though he had 16 strikeouts last time out, they only strike out 14% best in baseball. Not going to pay when uh, Pineda's salary has been escalated across the daily fantasy industry. Tampa and Minnesota, Jake Odorizzi and Philip Hughes. Both pitches come into play. Both pitches are nice on two-pitcher sites because Phil Hughes won't get the strikeouts, but he will get that park factor in Minnesota against a poor tamper offense that will keep the ball in the park. So he's in the play. Jake Odorizzi has been a man. He's a man among boys. This Minnesota team's absolutely hitting the ball and is an eight total in Minnesota. I've that being said, he'll get a strike up per inning. You're gonna go with Jake Odorizzi as a number two pitcher on sites, but this next guy is the guy I think the fantasy world is at buzz. Carlos Rodon goes into Oakland, great pitches ballpark and takes them on Oakland. From an offensive perspective, I think he's overachieved. I think you can take advantage of him, and you can use Rodon tomorrow. So depending on where you are in his salaries, of course, I said I'm going to use Clayton Kershaw in one-pitcher sites. I don't even go anywhere else. So I go Kershaw over Rodon. If you want to use him in a tournament, you use multiple teams, okay. But Rodon, if he's cheaper than some of the other guys that I mentioned that I could possibly use in the two-pitcher sites, Go with him as your second pitcher. I think it's absolutely a place to go. Boston and Seattle, Clay Buckles, Jay Happ, you've heard all the guys talk about Clay Buckles. His numbers indicate that he's pitching strong. That being said, on this slate, we've talked about some pretty good pitching. I'm not going there. J.A. Happ takes the hill. I uh, like uh, Mr. Pablo Sandoval. Uh, Henley Ramirez comes into play in this one. And, of course, if you're looking for a cheaper option, Brock Holt in the top six uh, will not be a play tomorrow night because he's going against J.A. Happ. And uh, I didn't look at my notes, and I, I don't know why I wrote Brock Holt. you ever have that happen to you in life? You write something down, you go and write it down, and then you perform, and then all of a sudden you go, what the hell was I doing here? That just happened to me. My name's Tony Sicotta from DailyRoto.com. you got Detroit and St. Louis going at it to finish things off. Shane Green, the bloom is off on Shane Green. Reverse Carlos Martinez. Carlos Martinez is having problems repeating his delivery. He's being wild, inconsistent. I sit both these guys out from a pitcher perspective. From an offensive standpoint, I think you stay away from this game. Seven and a half total. We got a couple games out there. This is the Daily Roto Podcast. I will be back Monday. And of course, you guys, I wish you continued success. I hope you get fired up and I hope you make a killing. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.